Ezekiel 25:17. The path of the righteous man is beset on all sides by the inequities of the selfish and the tyranny of evil men. Blessed is he who in the name of charity and goodwill shepherds the weak through the valley of darkness, for he is truly his brother's keeper and the finder of lost children. And I will strike down upon thee with great vengeance and furious anger those who attempt to poison and destroy my brothers. And you will know my name is the Lord when I lay my vengeance upon thee. Good music. Listen, if that don't get you ready, I don't know what will, baby. Your feet gotta be tapping. What? You gotta get out of your seat. If you got to kick the shoes off and just go with your socks on, make it Why happen. Not? Life is good. Life is great. And a beat like that, you gotta dance. Oh my god! Classic. Triple C. Yo, I'm proud of you. Triple C's working. I don't Tri- know yo, I... Triple C. He Ooh, get he get the guard going. You heard? We did Triangle Office, baby. Oh, Y'all already my. know. What? It's a collabo. Peyton at the head, baby. What's up? <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, what's up? We back. It's your boys. Hope everybody's doing well. What episode is this? This is episode 48. Oh, point. What's I'm that? so proud. I'm trying, baby. I but think, uh, I think he's gonna trip up over that, but then I was like, nah, he ain't gonna nah, do that. Nah, I can't do he's it. He's too kid sad. I'm, I'm, I'm savvy. Holla, holla, yeah. <laughs> but um, people, it's your boy Big H, Silverback Chronicles podcast. I got my brother Dre. What's good? What's good, bro? Chilling, man. Happy to be here. Uh, another week, another glorious yeah, that's, week. That's, I just want to dive right into it. That's man. it. Triple C. Yo. How we doing? Maintaining, chilling, bro. My man. That's it. All right, folks. It's episode 48. Listen, we're getting close to 50. Whew. It's crazy. Yo, time go by fast. Too fast. Oh my goodness! I want to say it's been a year, you know, more than a, well, yeah, a year officially. Yeah, and we just want to thank everybody for everything. Absolutely, for everything. Keep listening, like I always said. You know, we engage to your ears, and we about to get married, baby. We got to. That's it. That's it. Before I get into it, listen. Uh, let's give a shout out to our sponsors real quick. All right, Stopbox USA. Don't forget, ladies and gentlemen, discount code all caps silverback podcast. All caps silverback podcast gets you 20% off. Go get that thing for your ARs, your SBRs, your um, your regular handguns, and uh, be safe. Always store it away. Cause you know, keep that away from the kids. We don't need no kids grabbing that uh, artillery. All right. Dre, what else you got? Berman, Sovin, Gross, Fieldman, Darby, LLP. Voted the best law firm by U.S. News. Please head up 410-769-5400. Ask for Charlie Schultz. If you get hurt on the job anywhere in Maryland, they have several uh, several of offices. That's right. Right? All over Maryland. Hey, yo, it's the new school. You know what I'm saying? 
This is the new wave. We we moving on from the old wave. If we ain't gonna say no names, but we not dealing with them no more. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're not dealing with them no more. Nah, we moving on. If you Google Charlie Schultz, workers comp lawyer in Baltimore City, mm. and when you see that article and you see what he's doing for his first responders, cause he really cares. Mm. Say no forget, more. You're gonna forget about who you're dealing with. Absolutely. Man. That's all I got. And uh real quick shout out to my brother JB. Remember. Check out his podcast, JB vs. Everybody. That's JB vs. Everybody. Reach one, teach one. We're here to raise our kings and queens and just make sure everybody stays straight. Love everybody. There's right. nothing wrong with smiling and how you doing. And supporting that, everybody, you know. Absolutely. Businesses. That's how we do it. Speaking of supporting businesses, www.silverbackchronicles.com. Scullies. Listen, Black Friday just came. We got a Cyber Monday special. It's available. What's up? T-shirts. Go to the website. Hoodies. Can I get, can I get a, another 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 bomb drop? So T-shirts, scullies, hoodies, truck hats. <laughs> and, and, and don't forget, we got that Bolivian white hoodie. Yes, Triple C. Hey, yo, I put that on, yo. I felt like it was my baptism, son. Yo. I felt so fresh. Son, I thought I was going to do a split as soon as I put it on, <laughs> son. You know what I'm saying? Without stretching, you heard? <laughs> but listen, everybody, let's get into it. It's episode 48. By the way, listen, we got a special guest. We always have a special guest, but this, 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 this guest tonight, she's special, special. Queen. Queen. The Queen. Listen, when we talk about, we come from law enforcement. So with law enforcement, this person goes hand in hand with what we do daily. Without them, there's no us. They guide us. They're there for, they let us know what we're walking into. They keep us there. They call for emergency services. They call for everything. They call the cavalry to come help us out if we get jammed up. Without this person, we are nothing. We got the best dispatcher in Baltimore City. I'm going to say she's the best the best dispatcher ever. She's the queen. She's Baltimore raised and grown. She's got over 16 years of dispatching in the city. What other city are you going to get this from? She's going to drop a serious jewel on a serious jewel on y'all, a gem. It don't get no better than this. I want to add when I first came out, yeah, you know I don't. I'm from New York. Absolutely, from New York. You throw us in the middle of Baltimore, Northeast, right? I don't know these streets. Guess mm-hmm. when? When I she knew my voice, and she knew when I was, you know, hey, something don't feel right. Yeah. With all that being said, I don't remember where I was at, but guess who did? She did, cause she was on her game. I remember when I first came out. And listen, she knows when there's new puppies that's new to the streets, don't know their ass from the elbow. A hundred percent. You give her a block, not even a hundred block. You give her a side street, she'll figure everything out. Yeah, she'll tell you. She'll figure the rest out for you, and she's not even there with you. And she knows where you at. That's amazing. No Google Maps. No Google Maps. No Apple Maps. She's she has the, the the map of the city, 
embedded in her brain. She could pick you out from no. If you don't know where you at, just ask her. She'll know exactly how to get to you, where you at, your location. Not very dispatches know their job like that. And I know verbatim. It's not a question I can ask her that she wouldn't know the answer to. But no, listen, with no further ado, I got to give her the platinum carpet. Ladies and gentlemen, this is our number one dispatcher. We love all our dispatchers. Much love to them. But she's special to us because me and Dre were born and raised in the Northeast as far as policing goes. And she's been there every step of the way. And even when we show up, go work overtime. As soon as I hear all the radio, I say, I'm going to have a good day. Yep. I'm going to have a good day. But listen. Like the guardian angel. The guardian angel, yes. Watching over. Ladies and gentlemen. Miss Buffy's in the building. Thank you so hello, much for hello, being here. Hello. Yes. In the words of New Jack City, I am my brother's and my sister's keeper. Absolutely. Yeah, I am. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I yes. love it. So, Buffy, what's up? What's up with y'all? Oh, you. It's all about you tonight. Mm, yes, it is. Yes, it is. It's all we about you. thing tonight. Absolutely. Thank you for coming. Yes. We really Thank appreciate it. Thank you for it. having me. No, it's a pleasure. It's a pleasure. It's all about you. I wouldn't have it any other way. And I'm appreciative. Definitely. All right, so first and foremost, Buffy, let the world know where you from, born and raised. So, I am Buffy. Everybody calls me Buffy, and I'm from West Baltimore, Park Heights, Cold Spring, Rice Town Road area. Yes, the 21215. Yeah. Oh, yes, indeed. <laughs> Currently Northeast now. Uh-huh. But don't get it twisted. I can't go back to my West Baltimore roots. Ooh, that's what I'm talking about. So, with that said, <laughs> let's get it popping. Let's get it. So, damn, give us a brief history. What's the Baltimore you know from growing up yeah, like, what do you until now? <sighs> wow. The Baltimore I know was where I grew up. I started off when I lit on... Borman Avenue, 2911 to be exact, right mm. off of Rice Town Road, Rice Town and Cold Spring. Mm. Baltimore, I know, is where you can go, your mother and parents, your mother, grandmother, not home, you already know what neighbor house to go to. Mm. No problems, no questions asked. You already knew where to go if nobody was home. That's what we had. Um, Growing up in Baltimore, oh my gosh. Let's see. I started out at Malcolm X, school number 38, mm. elementary. Mm. Then I went to Callaway, elementary school. From there, Green Spring Middle School, number 82. Green Spring. Yes, Green Spring wow. Middle School. They call it KIPP now, but it will forever be Green Spring. Be Green Spring. Nice. With Jenny Thomas Patterson as the principal. <laughs> yes. Yes, yes, yes. Classic. Shout out to her. Then... Polly. Mm. Well, I'm Polytechnic. Then to Forest Park, always shouting out my orange and blue and my Foresters. Yes, class 95. Mm. Love Baltimore. It's been amazing. You have your good stories, your bad stories. Baltimore will always be Baltimore. Whereas, like I said, going from one school to another school, one side of town to another side of town, catching buses. We had the M1, the M2, the number seven, number five. Now we got PK blue and red and pink. 
Okay. Damn. I don't know. I don't know nothing about catching the bus no more. I ain't catch the bus in years. Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> I like it. <laughs> I'll real. stick with driving. I will stick with that. Not, nothing wrong with that. <laughs> yeah. But we, 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 we all had to start on the bus somewhere. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Learn that schedule everything. Oh, Routes. Oh, yeah. yeah. Bus for me. I never really messed with the trains in New York. I did bus. Train system. You know what? How much is the fare? I don't even know how much the fare is to catch the bus. I couldn't even tell I you. Tell now. you when the, Catching the bus and you get a transfer. It was eighty five cent, ten mm. cent for the transfer. They tad off and you go this place and that place and you worked it out. And then they came out with day pass. Day passes was three dollars. Wow, three dollars. I can't tell you anything more. <laughs> <laughs> I can't tell you anything more about the bus service. Nice. Um, going to the clubs. Yeah, I was the well. Nightmare. Even before going to clubs, I could tell you. Oh my good goodness, the schools. Carver, Foss Park, Polly, Weston always had school dances on a Friday night. Mm. Fun. You didn't have to worry about problems. We don't have that no more for the kids. But we had that at my back in the day. Mm. I ain't gonna say how long ago, but you know, <laughs> back in the day, we did that school right. dances and stuff. We had fun. That's awesome. That's um, that didn't going down to the club. Palladium, mm. Hammerjacks. Mm. Facades. What, what kind of music of did they play? Oh, that good stuff. That good, <laughs> I can't tell you about the stuff now because you be like, what? What's that? I can't tell you about that, but it was good stuff. Yeah. Good, good, good stuff. That's good. And everything make you do some stuff. <laughs> like, oh, oh, oh. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah, that was back in the day. Back in now, the that's day. what's up. So, what made you go into the field of dispatching? Well, I always wanted to be in law enforcement. Did you? I did. As a kid, when I was a kid, and my mom and my aunt would ask me, what you want to be? I said, I want to be a lawyer. Mm. And I um, can see that. Yeah. I can see that. I started out. I graduated in 1995 from Forest Park. And then I went on to Coppin State College. Mm. It's now called what? It's Coppin State University. Yeah. But I did that. My first year was a traumatic year for me because... My mom got sick. She did. I graduated in June 1995. Uh, a couple of weeks as I graduated from school, my mom had a heart attack. She had several heart attacks. Wow. And I actually watched my mother die on the table at Sinai Hospital and brought back to life three times. I did. Not many people know that. Wow. So come November of 95, um, I found out I was pregnant with my oldest and I had my daughter, my oldest daughter, Dominique, August 1996. Mm. Two weeks later after I had her, my mom died. Oh, man. So that kind of impacted me going back to school. And I tried, but I just wasn't into it being a new mom of a two-week-old where my mother died. I didn't have anybody because my father died when I was nine years old of a drug overdose. And my mom died from... Complications from having a heart attack. She wound up having her both her legs amputated, and she had a blockage that caused a hole in her intestines. So, no, nobody knows, and I don't really discuss that. Wow. And then, like I said, I had a two week old baby, two week old baby. So, no, I was not ready to go back to college. I went back to college some years later to be BCC, and I did some courses and everything. I'm gonna richly go back and get my degree. But yes, that's what um I stopped at. But doing other jobs, being in security, 
And I just figured I would do something different. I did security, mobility. And to be honest with you, I don't recall applying for this job mm-hmm. with dispatch. I applied for housing. But I guess I also applied for dispatch back then, too. And I got the call for interview, went through the process, and I was hired. I've been with Baltimore City Police Department for a little over 16 years now. Mm. Lovely experience. Crazy experience, but lovely experience (laughs) (laughs) is what I can say. Wow. Yeah. So when did you feel that dispatching was for you? When did you fall in love with it? How did you feel when you, as soon as you got started in it? Yeah, like when did you realize, like, yo, this is this, this is, is it all right for right. me? I'm a people's person. Uh, this is true. You I am a people's person, and I love to have a good time, laugh and joke. And while I'm doing this job, I want you to feel comfortable and at home with me. Mm. I want you to be able to talk to me like you talk to your homeboys. Cause I want your day to go smooth. I want my day to go smooth. So we're going to have some fun. If I'm working, we're going to have some fun. We're going to have some laugh. Every now and then I got to be mother. Mm-hmm. But I know we're going to have some good times. That's dope. Yeah. This is true. Mm-hmm. So set the set the scene. What What's already, a typical day for me? Give me a typical, a typical day for you. All right. So I did 2 to 10 for 13 years, and I've been on 6 to 2, 6 in the morning to 2 in the afternoon for the past three years, going on four. So a typical day for me is coming into the work, um, chit-chatting. My coworker from the previous shift, she's going to update me or let me know what's going on. Once I take over, I'm going to look over my board to see who's been out on this call. (laughs) (laughs) How long now? Uh How long now? (laughs) But I'm going to check that that out. Yeah, we're going to get into that. Exactly. So that's the first thing you check. Right. I'm checking. I got to check because I need to know if they clear, if they not clear. I need to see what calls, if I have any calls pending, who's available to go to those calls depending on what type of calls it is, if I can hold off for a few minutes and everything. And uh, that's pretty much, you know, getting signed in. Sometimes we have our good days where our system is up as far as me being able to run warrant checks and license checks and all of that good stuff. Some days, you know, it's a little off. But we make things happen and everything. Um, That starts my morning off. Sometimes I got stuff already pending. I'm like, goodness gracious, already 6 o'clock in the morning. We popping. Mm. I'm like, can't people just chill? Right. Chill. Mm. So if you have to tell your cousins to chill. <laughs> it's nonstop. <laughs> so, right. So being that we're talking about dispatching, right? Like like he said, run us through a day back in the day, northeast, summertime, 3 to 11. Two, you, two to 10. And you show up. And you show up. Oh my gosh, two to ten. How would that be? Because you know we on Charlie's shift. Yeah. Right. In the summertime. Summertime. Whoo. Summertime <laughs> is like, whoo. Any and everything. Any is like any given Sunday. Right. Any given Sunday. Anything can pop off and whatever. Start off is all smooth and chill and everything. You think, okay, it's gonna be a good day. Mm. You know, I got this person working. Oh, I know who working, who gonna handle this call, who gonna hump out, mm. who gonna handle this. No, I'm thinking good and everything. Call volume down. Then next thing you know, you get that major incident. Oh, my God. There you go. There go the district. There yeah. go the district and everything. 
Right, District 1012, because we got 15 people out on this call and everything. And you like, I got 20 calls pending because Northeast stayed popping with 20, 30 calls pending. Mm. You're like, oh, my goodness. What am I going to do? <laughs> I remember coming out of Charlie Shift, they were like, yeah, there's 54 calls in the hole. Yeah, it's calls in the hole. Right. So my job as a dispatcher, okay, now I'm assessing the situation. I got 20 or more calls pending. Mm. I got... 10 more units on this call and everything. I got to go through the calls to see this is what I do personally. I can't speak for nobody else, but, you know, I can speak for me. So I'm going through the calls. They either cancel, then I'm calling to see, do you still need police services and everything? If they don't need police services, I'm advising my unit. There's the call. They say they don't need nobody else. This is the time they said it, coded appropriately. Let's move on to the next call. I'm making phone calls to make sure and everything so I can knock my call volume down. Um, when a major incident come up, okay, God forbid if we get a shooting, let's knock on wood, hope nothing happened tonight. But right. <laughs> right. shooting come out. I need me a primary unit that's going to handle it. Mm-hmm. Okay, once they get on the scene, they're going to tell me where this person shot at, if they still available, they still alive, or as we call 10-7, 10-7, for most who don't know, is that that person is dead. No okay. longer with us. No longer with us. Mm-hmm. So I'm making the necessary phone calls. I'm either calling 2100. I'm making a notification for DDU, District Detective Unit is what they call DDU. So I'm making that phone call. I'm putting in my request for crime lab. I need units with crime scene tape. I need units to block off. I need units to go door to door. Mm. Okay. It's so much to do. And you... Being a dispatcher, being a dispatcher, you have to be able to handle things under pressure and to make split decisions. Mm. Decisions that I know my person will like, well, what am I supposed to do? No, you don't have that option of thinking, what am I supposed to do? I need you to go X, Y, and Z. Mm. We're going to do X, Y, and Z. I'm making this notification. I got this going. I got that going. So when they say, what's this? Okay, your, your complaint number. As we call a CC number, your complaint number is this, your timeout is this, your CAD. CAD is what we work off, computer-aided dispatch system. Okay, I give you your CAD number so that you can recall that call later. Whatever details I need to put in there, whatever I need to set up to supervisors, adult, child, where they shot at, if they 10-7, they still breathing. I'm making notifications to crime lab. I'm on top of it. I need this unit to follow the medics. I need this unit to go block off here. I need this unit to stand by this place. I need this unit to go door to door. Mm. I'm on it. Mm. Okay. So that my relief person, if I'm about to go on break, they don't have to worry about that because it's already taken care of for them. All they doing is whatever little details that the officer may throw or supervisor may throw at their way. I need you to go do this and do that. They can handle little details. Big stuff is already made. And everything. I'm notifying 2100. When we call 2100, the first thing I'm advising, I'm dispatched 27. Time is X, Y, and Z. This is what we have going on. They give me their unit number, their sequence number. I'm making note of it. Therefore, and then I'm advising who's primary, who's listening, that 2100 unit is responding. This is what we have. Mm. So, wow. working dispatch, you have to make. Life decisions, split seconds decisions that the normal person would not have to make. You're handling things under stress. Mm. So you have to be able to handle that, okay? And 
Sometimes you were like, whew, but you got this. And as I tell my trainees that work with me, you got this. Don't worry about anything. You got this. I'm going to be there to help you. I'm going to guide you through, but you got this. Mm. And as with my units, I got them. I'm going to make sure they're good. I make sure everything they need is taken care of. If I even have to call Baltimore County, they say I need you to make a notification to Baltimore County, this county, that county. I got you. I'm taking, as what they say, what I always say, I got you. That's my favorite saying. Mm-hmm. I got you. That's what, what you know by. That's right. slogan. <laughs> Yo, just the way you broke that down, even it's though you know, we used to do it. Right. Just knowing that that's what you, I mean, I know that's what you're doing behind the scenes. That just made me like, oh my God, this is so we much about, going on. Man, we here. Because you see the big scope. Like for me, if you say, you know, for ba- for Charlie, you know, fifteen, you're 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 gonna go follow the medic. That's my job. That's all I know. But you're on your end. You see the whole big picture because you see who's where, who's doing this, who's doing mm-hmm. that. Me, I'm just on the road following the medic. Well, I got to because the simple fact. First of all, I want I'm going home to my family at night. Mm. You going home to your family at night. My main mission is to make sure that you go home to your family, that you good. Okay, then I'm going to make sure the citizens in Baltimore is good. So when, let me explain. The call starts with 911 or 311. Mm. That's when the call originates from. Call come in. Sometimes they get all the pertinent information. Sometimes they don't. Mm -hmm. So then that's when we come into play. We we get the call on our screen. And I'm reading Cause I got to make sure, you know, I'm on my IQ level right. and stuff. Not on the IQ of 10. <laughs> you <laughs> up there. IQ, I'm up there yeah, where I'm supposed it. to be for my age bracket now. You, you know, I got to make sure. I make sure. <laughs> everything. So, I'm reading it so I don't sound slow. Really, seriously. Got to make sure I don't sound slow. And then I'm telling you. And you know I can be a little animated because I'm going to make sure it's a good call now. I'm going right. to make sure it's a good call. So I'm going to make sure you know what you're getting into and everything. Now, depending on what type of call it is, mm-hmm. if I feel as though you can handle it by yourself, you're good to go. But if I think you need a backup, I'm going to make sure you got a backup. And if they don't answer up in a timely fashion, I said, this is what we're doing? Right. Is this what we're doing? I need a unit on the back. Okay? Because, again, my main issue and thing is to make sure that you go home safe to your family. I don't care what anybody else say about me. I'm going to make sure you go home to your family while I'm working. How do you feel? Thank you. How do you feel the veteran officers versus, you know, the pups, the new guys? Do you do you feel as though you got to be on top of the new guys more to make sure they're squared away, make sure they're not, you know, lackadaisical or... How do, how do you feel as though dealing with a veteran officer? All right, he got that. I already know he's going to handle his business. So it's a new guy. This tip, this particular call. So with my new units, and I got, I got to say, I got some wonderful new units. And I got some who think they know it all. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then I'm like, no, 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 no. Okay. Because you might hear me say that. No, 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 no. <laughs> I need you to listen now. Right. <laughs> So, <laughs> I've, I've heard that once or twice. Yeah, right. And I'm like, oh, shit, I better listen. Slow down. Right. Right. Uh, because I've been around, I've been doing this job for 16 years. Mm. Okay. So, therefore, I already know, depending on what type of call it is, how you want to handle it. Now, every now and then, it's going to be a twist to some things. But at the same time, I need 
my new units to listen to my old units. I need my old units to handle things like you're supposed to handle things and everything. Because I have wonderful offices. I have lazy offices. I think every district have lazy offices. Mm-hmm. Okay. and But they still have their good moments where I know I can count on them to do what I need them to do. And they will call me. And sometimes they say KGA, what dispatchers is known for KGA, or they're going to say Buffy. I don't have a problem with anybody saying Buffy. That's my name, Buffy. So they be like, Buffy, I got this. Um, don't worry about this. I got it. And they will step up. They really will step up. Right. Okay, my veteran officers, I need them to sometimes not be so laid back. I need you to teach them like how you was taught, right. how you handled things when you came on 15, 16, 17 years ago and everything. Don't be so hard, but make them be man and woman and make sure they handle these calls. Because some of them, they come out, they think they know it all, they don't want to hear it and everything. Then you got to bring them back down like, whoa, wait a minute now. Right. Every now and then, they got to get that old Buffy. Absolutely. They got to get that old Buffy. And they're like, whoa, wait, who do you think you're talking to? <laughs> <laughs> and everything. But see, what worked for me may not work for the next person. So everybody has their own style of dispatch. And I always tell my trainees, okay, if you feel as though you don't catch something, it's nothing wrong with telling them to repeat themselves. You know, we supposed to use our 10 codes. I don't always do that. You know, I ain't going to sit up and say I'm, I'm strictly by the book. Hell no. Right. But I'm going to tell them, tell them repeat themselves, okay, if you didn't catch it and everything. Make them work at your pace because officers know when they have a new dispatcher on the air. Mm. They do. They know who's brand new. They know who to go there with and who not to go there with. And every now and then, they still going to try to test you. Mm-hmm. But you like, for real, though, you really want to do this? You really, really, really want to do this? And they're like, all right, you got me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I love my job. It's my biggest thing with my job, I hate car stops. Mm. It's not a secret. But I know you have to do it. I got to do my job, okay? I just hate when officers make it seem like it's more than what it is when it's really not, okay? And if this is not the job for you, that's fine. Not everything is for everybody. If this is not the job for you or you feel as though you're scared, then, yeah, you should go about your business. But (laughs) it's a process. I mean, honestly, Mm -hmm. starting off, and I pick with the new people. I do. I really do. Because I'm like, I'm not going to bite you. Right. I'm not going to bite you. It's okay. Okay. Don't be scared. And I and I get it. You know, you trying to feel your way. You're trying to learn your way and everything. And that's fine. All well and good and stuff. So that when you are out on your own, you know how to handle things and everything. Always know when I'm working, I got your back. 100% of the time. I'm not going to let you go in there blindsided. I got you. I'm going to take care of you. Because, again, I'm going home with my family. I want you to go home to yours. Mm. your point blank. That's perfect. So. Has there ever been a call that, even, like, when you first got started, where there was an, an active shooter situation with an officer, and you're like, oh, my goodness, is this really happening right now? What, was, right. The, what was that like mentally with you? And has it stuck with you? February, I had a police-involved shooting right at the Sedonia. 
I had a unit on the detail. He said, ma'am, are you getting a call for discharging? I'm like, nah, not me. No, nah. don't be trying to wish that on us. No, 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 no. Right. Again, that's that. No, 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 no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right there. But after he said that, I was starting to get units to come up there. Next day I know, unit from other agencies come across his air. Ma'am, I have a 33. For those who don't know what a 33 is, 33 is when they have an emergency. So as soon as he said he have a 33, got discharged and police shot. So first thing I'm doing, where are you? Mm. Where are you? Where the engine at? I need units to respond. I'm dropping a 13. 13 is a signal 13. That's where we getting units is emergency signal. Okay, letting you know that we have emergency going on. I need units to respond to this location. So I had an officer shot. They also shot the suspect. Okay. But my job was to make sure I get assistance to that officer. I had Baltimore County um, Sheriff Department, Baltimore County Warrant Task Force, Warrant Task Force, Baltimore City. And it was another agency. I can't think of it right now. But I had them up there serving a warrant on an individual who was wanted in another agency, county. I want to say PA. I want to say, can't quote me on it, but I want to say PA. Mm. Who was coming out, okay, and they was trying to serve him. And then he started discharging, and then they started discharging. So, with that incident, this happened in February of this year, okay, and it started off with one of my units who heard the discharging. Then that's when that unit came across. So first thing I'm doing, where they shot at? Let me get some more units up there. Okay, once I got units on the scene, then I need to make sure that officer's okay. Where is he shot at? Let me, I'm, I got the medics rolling. I need units in position so that they can stand by with traffic and everything. I got another line. I got to go through other districts to make sure they standing by. So we had this transport going on and everything. So it went from northeast to eastern to northern, I think northern, to central to get that unit to shock trauma. Okay. And it was a secure scene. Even getting units up there because we had media. We had a crowd of people. I had to call 2100. 2100 is involved whenever an officer discharged. 2100 is homicide. Whenever an officer discharged their weapon, we have to immediately call them so they, they can respond to the scene. I had them coming. They had to come anyway because the person was considered 107. 7 is when a person is no longer breathing. And I had that going on. I had to have crowd control, so I had units from other districts coming over to assist with crowd control, as well as foster transport and getting that officer to shock trauma. I had two units shot, to be honest, that day. And I was on top of it, doing everything I had to do. I would not get up or anything or take my break till I made sure everything was secure and taken care of and everything. This happened in February. In April, I received the inbox. On Facebook from an individual, never met this person. So he reached out to me to let me know. He was his first experience of police involved shooting. He was the sergeant on the scene from a different agency. And he appreciated because he's never been involved in that. And it was touching all that he said. 
what stood out to me was the fact that what should have been said by my own agency has never been said. What should have been said and written up by my own supervisor has never been said or written up by either or. Okay. And it took a person from another agency to recognize the hard work that we do and how we value their life Mm. and everything. And I appreciated that. It took me a minute. I eventually posted what he said. Okay. Not for likes, but to show that there are people that appreciate what we do because being a dispatcher, even though we are the lifeline of the police, they treat us like crap. Mm. To be honest, let's just be real about this. <laughs> they treat us like crap. We only come into play when they need us to do their investigation. And we do a good hell of a job of doing the investigation, making sure that we find out an incident that happened from two years ago. Mm. A year ago. Okay. Um, when we researching to see how many vehicles this person have in that name. Could have been this vehicle that they use. Okay. We do so much, but we get very little credit. And the only time that we see poor people that make more money, more money than us is at the end of the year. Mm. Mm. We're not going to say who, but we just know people that make more money than us that have stripes. Okay. Cause mm. even though I am a sworn civilian, I'm not just a regular civilian. I am a sworn civilian. So I'm supposed to uphold the law just like a regular officer. No, I don't go through the training, but I'm sworn to the same thing that they are sworn to. Mm. And I'm supposed to do my job. So technically, if something happens in front of me, I'm really am supposed to call and make notifications. Some people choose not to. But if it's something of importance like a shooting, accident, something like that, yeah, we're supposed to make the proper notifications and everything. Um, we don't necessarily have to stick around, but making sure we do the proper notifications and do things just like an officer because – Correct me if I'm wrong, but if y'all get into a situation, y'all off duty, okay, and it happened in front of y'all, y'all can put yourself on duty by making proper notifications and getting the exact agency, whether it's Baltimore City or another jurisdiction involved, y'all do that. Absolutely. Right? Be the best okay. witness possible. <clears throat> right. So that's what we do. We have dispatch numbers. And I laugh and joke. But I take my job real serious mm. and everything. Isn't it crazy, right, that that person recognized all the amazing work you did? But you know what it is about this city is that we're so busy. It's sad. Mm. But we, you know, how many times does a drug unit, right, come in with, like, kilos? And we're like, okay, cool, man, thanks. What's next? And it's the same thing with you guys. Like, you guys do such a phenomenal job that has been taken for granted. You see what I'm saying? Let me tell you what's crazy. What's even more crazy about that situation, right? I refused to take my break and let somebody else handle this. I was going to see this through. So by the time I finished everything, they called critical stress team for everybody else. Critical stress team did not get in contact with me mm. until the next day. No, I don't need critical stress team because the simple fact, the type of individual I am, I'm a strong individual. Okay, I can handle this. Something that may bother the normal individual doesn't bother me. I can handle it. Right. And I'm just that strong of an individual so I can go about my day and everything. And like I said, when they did decide to get in contact with me, it was the next day. 
I was like, now y'all want to get in contact with me? 24 hours later. <laughs> now y'all want to? Y'all should have did this a long time ago. Right. But I was cool about it. I'm not, it's not for me to put that person out there or whatever and everything. I just, it's a lot of things about this agency that should be better, can get better, okay, as time go on. But don't forget about those little ones in the background that make your job a lot easier because. Without you, it wouldn't be us. Right. They don't recognize us. They don't care about us until they get in a situation and all of a sudden, oh, let me call this person. Mm. But this person got your back all along. That's what we're trained to do. My job is to listen and expect the unexpected. Mm. You could be sitting up there, be laughing and joking, and I could be reading another call, and you're in the care, I got a 33. What's your 33? Where are you? Mm. So now I'm stopped what I'm doing to make sure that this person is good. Again, my job is to expect the unexpected, and I'm on top of that, okay? So I'm going to make sure as long as I'm working, no matter what shift I'm working, you're going to go home, right? okay? I'm going to make sure you have backup, period, point blank, because that's what I'm going to do. You know what? It's, It's similar stresses. It is. To us being in the street because you got to make an executive decision for our benefit. Right. Right. And you got to make sure the decision you make gets us home safely. Have you seen that burnt a lot of dispatches or take it out of them to where they make the wrong decision and just can't recover from that? Well, yeah. Um, Like not willingly made the wrong decision, but it's a chaotic situation. There's too much going on. Because they they get overwhelmed. They They get overwhelmed. Right. Okay, so... I'm going to say this, and a lot of people realize who I'm talking about. We had a co-worker always tell you, 10-6. 10-6. Y'all know who 10-6 mm-hmm. is and everything, and y'all be having stuff going on. Now, something go on. They're trained the same way I'm trained. They handle things different, though, the way I handle things, okay? And sometimes that 10-6 is warrant. Sometimes it's not warrant. I'm not going to say that every decision that they made was a bad decision, but some decisions they did make good decisions. And as such, I mean, a lot of people have complaints about her. She's no longer here. She's decided to move on in her career and her life and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't say some is warrant, some is not. But everybody can't handle things the same way and do things the same way. We may get the same type of training, but how you react is totally different. Some people can jump in a nanosecond. Some people, it takes a minute for things to process. And then they still have to figure out, what am I going to do? What am I not going to do? Whereas I can come in and I can take over and I can get everything situated. As you said, years ago, when y'all was in the Northeast, we always got up to 30, 40, 50 calls pending mm-hmm. on any given night. It didn't matter if it was cold out, hot out, rain and snow right. or whatever. This is true. We had that. But depending on who your dispatcher was, they was able to work it out. Okay. It's how you work it out and how you do that job. Okay. I'm the type of person, I'm a people's person. I'm a laugh. I'm a joke. But at the same time, I'm going to do my job. So while y'all handling this call on your end, on my end, I'm making the necessary phone calls to see if this person still needs police service. Mm. Are they still around? Do they still? They could be anonymous. And some people as being anonymous, 
No, they don't want you to call them back. They may say anonymous. They refuse name and phone number. Some of them say anonymous, but they still may have a phone call, phone number in there. So on that chance, I take a chance and call them. Okay. And I'm like, well, do you still see this? They may say, no, the person that drove off, they done walked away. They not, they went back in the house. So then I'm advised my unit. Okay. After making a phone call back, they advise the person's no longer out there. They know around, no way around code to call appropriately. Let's keep it moving. Right. And that's what we do because I hate having calls pending. I hate having calls for service pending. I want to get that out the way. Knock it out the way so we can keep it moving. Keep it we moving. gonna have a laughing good day and stuff, especially on Sundays. You know when my black and purple, my Ravens play. We gotta be done by a certain time. Absolutely. But <laughs> not trying to be tied up on the radio all day. No, right. no, 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 no. We're not gonna do that. No, we not. But if it's something come out, I want to make sure we good and everything. So as a dispatcher, they may think it's easy. But it's not easy because even though we're sitting behind the computer, we're still doing the investigation for the officers. Mm. Okay. We're also making phone calls and doing what we're supposed to do so that that person can go home safe to their family. Because, again, going home to mine, you damn sure going home to yours. All the behind the scenes, you guys are knocking it out. That's right. That's a lot. It's a lot <laughs> of moving pieces. Yo, you know what? All that while we're on the street, like doing whatever we doing. You know what I love to hear? <laughs> well, tell me. Especially, you know, because I still do a lot of overtime in the Northeast. So I'm not active like that, but I, I hear the radio. I love when uh, <laughs> you get a couple new units and they go to these calls. <laughs> Buffy sit back. She's like, all right, I'll give you the call. Go ahead. And then once they start fumbling, she's like, all right, did you make this notification? Did you make this notification? And it's, it's, it's just funny to sit back and just listen. Because a lot of them, they sit on they sit on radar and they're like puzzled. And Buffy's like, I got you. Don't worry about yeah, it. Like, how does she know that? Right. Because oh that's God. my job. Right. That's my job to it, know this. In fact, if you're a new officer coming out, coming from the district, Okay, you may be in sector two, but I don't have any units available for this call in sector four. There so you go. I got to guide you. So you coming down to uh, the calls at, um, let's see, Todd two. Avenue. All right. Todd Avenue. You don't know about sector four yet. <laughs> you don't know about that. <laughs> right, you in two. <laughs> you in two. All you know about is Northern Parkway. Uh-huh. Right, right, Top right. of Hoffa Road. Top right. of Hoffa Road, yes. <laughs> The lower yeah. part of Hartford, Hartford uh-huh. in Moravia. Yeah. That's what you know about in that little part. So now I got to guide you. So my thing is this. Where are you? You tell me where you at. If I got a unit from another district working over in the Northeast and everything, tell me where you at. If you even give me a landmark, I'm going to tell you which way to go, how to get there, what side street to turn on mm. and everything. I don't need a GPS like that or a map because the simple fact that I live in Northeast now, I live several areas, several places in Northeast, so I travel. So I know, okay, you give me a landmark. You tell me that you coming from the district. You right there on Cold Spring. So I'm going to tell you, this is what you're going to do. If you coming down Cold Spring, take Cold Spring all the way down to Walton. When you get to Walton, you're going to make that left. Take it up to Frankfurt. Make that right. Then you're going to go this direction. Then I'm going to guide you over. When you get by Frankfurt and Radicke, depending on where, which part of Todd Avenue, you're going to make that left on Radicke. You're going to go down. You're either going to make a right or you're going to make a left. I'm going to guide you in there. I got you. 
my job. As they say, I got you. I, I got, got you. I got you. Oh, wow. Paying attention to units in sector one. Right. The other exactly. units in sector two. Right. Paying attention to the units in sector three. And oh, my goodness. Don't forget about the details now. The details right. are in a certain uh -huh. area. So I'm already on it. Okay. I know this unit can handle this call in this area. This unit can handle the call in that area. Okay. All right. No problem. All right. Every now and then, I'm going to sneak one in. I'm like, look, I need you. So they're going to say, Buffy, because it's you, I got you. Right. Like, thank you. Okay. Now somebody else, I can't speak now. I cannot speak for nobody else. <laughs> right, right, right. But they're going to tell me they got me and everything because they know I got them no matter what it is. I got them and everything. Even though they're like, oh, I know you I know you said this, uh -huh. but I got you. You know, it's, it's, it's always chaotic because at any given moment, whatever shift you work in, it's going to be what? About twenty five to thirty officers working on your shift. Mm -mm, mm -mm, mm -mm. Take that, take that number down now. <laughs> oh, that's back in the days. <laughs> you probably got what 15, 15 officers. But I make do with what I have to run to run to run a whole district. That's right. I make do with what I have because the simple fact is not just about me. Mm. It's about them and making sure that we get into get into these calls because the tedious call something that's BS. A real BS call can turn into something real big and a heartbeat. Well, you think you're going over there for a parking complaint because they got some calls because we do got some petty people that call. I ain't saying no names or anything, mm -hmm. but we got petty people in Baltimore City that call because somebody to put a cone out in the street for a parking space or a chair. <laughs> okay. <laughs> they do. We they do. <laughs> so, like, to the listeners, right, in Baltimore City, right. when it snows and you dug out your parking spot, street parking in front of your house right uh -huh. when you leave right right before you leave you put a chair or a cone or a garbage can or a garbage can and i've been there because i've been with yeah, them people uh -huh. i've dug that out you know that's hard work i swear to god i swear to god i've never seen that in any other city but no baltimore but baltimore city. yeah so look if i just dug out the parking spot in front of my house. And you think you will come take my bar? You got another thing right, for right. And I, and I Right. And I blocked it with my garbage cans. And then someone, I don't know who, parks in that spot that I dug out with my, that I was blocking with my garbage cans. It's going to be oh, a problem. Oh, that's going to be a problem. It's going to be a problem. It's a problem. Because that's your neighbor call. cousin. You don't know that cousin, but that's your neighbor cousin. Like, for real, though, I'm going to park right there. I don't care about them. I don't know them or whatever. And your neighbor like, for real, though, yo, look, you got to be gone because they're going to be home by 3 o'clock, right? <laughs> I don't care. I don't care. Uh -huh. But you know what? So you done, you done dug this out because you got to be to work at 7 o'clock in the morning. So you up at 4 o'clock and you out there at 4.50 digging out this snow and everything. You're like, I feel like this. For real, though. And I'm going to put this right here and everything. They know I live right here. And I got these trash cans and these chairs right good. there, right there. And you know, because it's my space and everything. Mm -hmm. You done got home. It's 345. And your neighbor's cousin, brother, sister, father, somebody, somebody in that family, you know, friends they know. It's right there. <laughs> you like, for real, though, I ain't even for this. Not today. I not, not today. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. For real, they got the wrong one. Because you already saying this out loud, talking to yourself. They got the wrong one. That I ain't even playing these games. For real, though. It's about to be some shh. Wow. So. Then they die 911. But, yeah, and they do. And what people have to realize, because, like I said, I'd have been there at time or two and everything. I've been dug out that snow and everything. No, I'd be the person. You're going to come and party. I'm like, who the right. hell you are? Right. But for real, though, 
<laughs> the streets of Baltimore, when it's snow, bad weather, and you put cones and chairs there, yeah, that's nothing because the person can remove it and put it to the side and everything. If it's not your personal parking pad, if you don't have a sign that says reserve handicaps parking, parking, and you have a placket number or whatever, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter. Anybody can park there, whether we like it or not. They can park there. And you pissed because you done did that hard work. And then and then what burn you up even more, even more, because they're going to sit there till like 8, 9 o'clock at night. You're like, these motherfuckers. Yeah. Well, sit in my damn parking space at that and dug and you gonna take all this time and then then you wanna decide to leave. I said, I should bust your motherfucking windows and stuff. You know, you like I should do that. Bust your tires and stuff. Then what? Yeah, they, be, they, be, they be forgetting it's still public parking. That's when they call police and then we show mm. up for a parking complaint. And, and then we fussing the stuff because they parked in my public, my space. I done dug this out. And you sympathize with them, but then you got to tell them. And then they mad and everything. And then they be like, nah, I don't want to hear this. I don't want to hear this. And then you got supervisor complaint. Then supervisor got to come up there and everything. And they got to explain to them. And they still not trying to hear it. And then next thing you know, it's call over the city hall and everything. And then you got to go out there, somebody from community relations, and explain it to them. You know, we got to hold their hands. Like, now look now, I understand your situation, and I understand how you feel. But you like, shh. It's city parking. It's yes, pu- it's yeah. city public parking. parking. It's public parking. Sorry. Which <laughs> the officer told you that. So on don't y'all forget that now. Right. Public I, street. I used to put the snow back on that car. <laughs> Wait, I used, what? I used to put the snow back on that car. Like, if so, you so? park in my joint and I done shoveled it out, you go in the house, all right, you good. Man, I'm, 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 I'm you, you piled up now. You're going to have to figure that out. <laughs> you block them in? I'm, a, I'm, I'm piling all that snow that I took off. It's going I'm, right on it's, that car. It's going right on that car, wow. on that tires. Yo, in Baltimore, that's... Yo, that's 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 real fighting words, yo. yo even in yo. New York City, right? I used to dig out my spot. I come home. It was expected that I wasn't gonna be there. Nah, look, not look. in Baltimore, yo. It's like a courtesy thing. It is a courtesy. Yeah, you're not supposed to do that. It you're is. not supposed to do that. But you know, people in New York don't know how to drive. You know that, right? You that's know. not true, man. That's not true. Yeah, we the best <laughs> drivers. Y'all be smoking that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> all, the, all the years, all the years you dispatch our calls. <laughs> Let me see. All the years you dispatch our calls because we always rode together. How many accidents did we get into? None. Y'all be like borderline. You know, you know, I've been in New York a time or two. I've been there and everything. I see oh. how y'all be driving up in New York and oh, everything. The, the way and, and that parking situation where y'all be having them parking spaces. Like a couple of years ago, I took my daughter and I hate going on these school trips and stuff to Paris out. Paris, Alice, or whatever the damn That's place. Island. Yeah, that place right there. What you said. Mm, with the Statue of Liberty and all that other stuff. Like, they had a hitch. Yo. Yeah, they had that in hitch. And and you walk but across the street in New York. <laughs> you walk across the street in New York. Y'all definitely speed up. Right. If the light green. If the light green. If the light green in New York and you walk in the crosswalk, y'all speed up. Wow. I thought Las Vegas was bad yeah, we because they that. talking about y'all yeah. can't be walking across the street like you know we New Yorkers will let you know you not go out there. You gotta walk sorry. to the corner and cross at the light. You That's only in Baltimore. Y'all walk in the middle of the. Y'all like walk in the middle of the street. Don't be yeah. in Baltimore now. Don't 
Don't be hating. No, but I'm just saying. <laughs> no, that's a fact. That's why when you go to don't a different... Don't hate now. I know. But we don't <laughs> believe in jaywalking. Jaywalking is not novel vocabulary. Right. Tell them yes. again. Yes. They be walking in the middle of the street the same direction as a car and it's like, fam, there's a sidewalk. Uh, and then they look at you like you're crazy. Yes. No, there's no problem. Oh, okay. All right now. I'm glad. I'm glad we had that discussion. But that's what I'm saying. Like, So when you went to Vegas... No, when I went to Vegas and everything, I wish you would walk in the middle of the street. You was getting a ticket. They ain't playing mm-hmm. about that and stuff. Yeah, you better take that. your ASS to the damn light. Uh-huh. <laughs> and walk Texas. across like that. Not in Baltimore. Mm. Right. Texas like that, too. That, for real? Oh, my God. Texas, mm. like, officer pulled my wife over like, you must don't know. You, you, you are not from here. You cannot jaywalk. Sorry. Go made her walk up to the crosswalk. That's, That's that BS, right? Did you like? Isn't that crazy? So, like, if Buffy's jaywalking, you put her on jaywalking, she and not knowing, like, you know right. how many different calls I handle back in Baltimore. Right. Like, nobody care about this jaywalking. Like you said, like, I call? wish you would. Right? <laughs> I wish you would. Somebody <laughs> stopped me. Like, no, no, no. Years ago, my baby, my baby is seven years old. So when my baby was born, her name is Maya. Maya had a heart murmur. Okay, and I had to the first year I spent. Running back and forth to the University of Maryland. I had a Nissan Altima 2013 gray Nissan Altima 2.5 at that, you know, just 2.5. Gotta tell you that. Okay. Okay. No, no doubt. No doubt. <laughs> you wasn't messing around. All right. Choco gray with the tents. That's no right. doubt. Okay. I, I, um, I could tell I was, was winning from class. <laughs> I was coming up half a road. So this, this would make me even hate car stops even more. I'm coming up half a road and everything. And, um, I'm right there half in the 25th mm. at the light. That's a jump. And unit was right there. He made that left on the half a row. He in front of me now. Going up half a row. So by the time I get down to half and 32nd. No, it wasn't, we wasn't even <laughs> at half and 32nd. You wasn't at that light yet. We wasn't even there. Uh-huh. We passed half and in the Alameda. He was in front of me. He pulled over. I was in front. So next thing I know, okay, whoop, 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 whoop. I had my aunt in the car, my baby, and my other daughter in the car. Because at the time, my oldest was still in high school. I think mm. it might have been in high junior or senior year. One of them, I don't know. I'm too old to be remembering these kids' ages and all that myself. <laughs> <laughs> so I was on my way to the house to get my husband, who wasn't my husband at the time, by the way. He was just my baby daddy, just my baby daddy. But we had an appointment to go down to the university to take my daughter to the specialist and everything. And he pulled me over. So I'm like, I'm going to see how long it's going to take him. Mind you, I got PD tags. PD tags are police dispatch tags. So when you see PD tags, you already know they work for the police department. Police dispatcher tags. And I don't have those tags no more. So I can tell you it was PD0448. I remember that to a heart. I don't have those tags no more, so I don't really care. I can tell you that. <laughs> so, he pulls me over. And I'm just waiting to see, because obviously he ain't know who he was dealing with. And I and I sit up and said, I said, he must not know who he dealing with. Mm-hmm. And everything. And he's like, good morning. I said, well, good morning. He said, uh, you know why I pulled you over? I said, no, why you pulled me over? Because um, you're break like I. I said, for real. So all the time, my aunt in the car is like, Buffy don't say nothing. She kept saying, Buffy don't say nothing. <laughs> so she said my name and everything, but he ain't catching on. Again, my text was PD0448. Mm. So you should automatically know 
This is somebody that worked for the police department, police uh-huh. dispatcher. Then she said Buffy. So how many people that worked for the police department named Buffy? Still in register. Ding, 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 ding. One person. But no. In fact, I'm your dispatcher at that. Mm. Still ain't pick up on it. <laughs> so I, I'm going through the formalities. And I was like, hmm. So you don't know who I am? No. I said, oh, okay. So when he asked for license registration, I said, here you go. You know, I'm giving him the information. Uh-huh. My aunt's daddy said, Buffy, just give him the info. Buffy. So she said, Buffy. So this will probably be the last time I said, so you don't know who this is? <laughs> and that messed him up. So I said, ah, you must not know who I am. I'm Buffy. <gasps> oh, oh, well, well, see what happened. Well, you break like I said, you know, say for real though. Don't even come at me with that because for the simple fact you turned in front of me. Ain't no way in the world you knew my brake light was out when you turned in front of me and stuff. This is like car stops and stuff. Cause I'm like, y'all be doing some BS stuff mm. and everything. Then when you'll get called out on the job, like, oh man. Start the stuttering. Like, mm-hmm. Just give me my shit back so I can. Right. Leave. Just give me my shit back. How about your motherfucking business and shit? <laughs> did, you, did you know who he was based on his voice? Yeah, I knew who he was. Uh-huh. So <laughs> this is my reckless days because you know I was really really reckless with my mouth and the stuff out. that right. I posted on Facebook I really was I'm more mellow now than everything because I realized that's not the way mm-hmm. remember y'all I said that that's not the, way not the way and everything you know every now and then I gotta still be Buffy so right. we done with the reckless Buffy Right, but she ain't had to get at, at us like that. Nah, she's really dead because we be hating. I ain't had to do that with y'all because y'all was all right. Mm-hmm. I knew if I need you to go X, Y, and Z, you were like, all right, I'm gonna go do this. And I'm gonna handle this. I ain't never once heard y'all get upset over the air. And some other ones they gave me attitude. I'm like, for real though, <laughs> that's that's what you want to do. That's what you want. All right, I got you, uh-huh. got you. But he was like, oh, oh, I'm just saying, you know, you know what? Go get your brake light fixed. So when I posted one here, and it was funny, because I was like, oh, he must not know who I am. They joked his ass for days and stuff. Yo, you fuck with Buffy. You don't do that. Mm. It's a sacred. You don't do that. Yeah, no. When you see Buffy, you don't do that. Make your life live in hell, boy. That's right. Oh, yeah. mm. It's 2.39. You trying to go home. Oh, you trying to go home one time? Trying- uh-huh. I got you. I got you on that. Remember, <laughs> remember that day you pulled me uh-huh. on? Uh-huh. No, I got this physical child. No, it ain't physical. It's sexual child abuse for you. Mm-hmm. Oh, you Going down my- to have this peas now, boy. <laughs> you probably on that shit that's coming out. Mm-hmm. Right. Remember, remember, I'm going to fuck your life up more than you fuck my life. <laughs> no, 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 no. I don't want y'all to think that. You know, I, I, I ain't no, about that life no more. No, yeah. I ain't back. about that life no more. You know, I'm good now. I just want you to know I'm good now. No. I ain't about that life no more. No, Man, no, 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 no. We're having fun. Just- <laughs> Listen, I'm telling That's you, awesome. take care of your dispatches, baby. Word. That's Got right. You. So when I tell y'all, remember this now, medium coffee with hazelnut cream. Uh-huh. Hazelnut and cream. You know, I, I would normally be medium hot coffee with cream and four splendors. No, we, we just going with hazelnut cream. Nice. Hazelnut and cream. Y'all remember that, okay? So when you hear me on the radio, <laughs> I ain't going to mess your life up. Right. Medium hot coffee and make sure it's from Dunkin' Donuts. Right. Make sure yeah, it's from Dunkin' Donuts. Oh, else we gonna have a problem. It just say, it just say Buffy. That's right. Hold me out downtown. That's right. She already know. That's right. <laughs> or my favorite, cause I'm hooked. Medium caramel frappe. Uh, McDonald's. Uh, Put the sister up. Uh, uh, sister. Uh, I got you. What you say, Buffy? I'm gonna bring you this. 
I got you, boo. We so, good. So you just said, Buffy, uh, hold me to headquarters real quick. Yeah. All right, we good. We good. I got you. Coffee or the medium frat pack. Yeah, Here we go. Triple C. That's it. Yo. What you got for Buffy? I know you had some questions for him. Um, breakdown for um for the listeners, um, the three different kinds of uh, dispatches because I know we talked about that uh, off air, but you know I, I I thought you all were um one and the same, but That's you okay. really broke I'm gonna down. explain it to you. So when you call nine one one, you either gonna get nine one one or they're gonna transfer you over to three one one. So we have nine one one, we have three one one, and we have dispatch nine one one or three one one. Initially, take your phone call. If you call for somebody because you hearing a dog bark, they making loud noises and everything, you probably gonna get three one one. But if you say somebody is unconscious, you think you have an overdose, or this person got this type of medical issue going on, or it's a fire, it's a car fire, house fire, suspicious person, you're gonna get nine one one. Nine one one and three one initially take the phone call. They're the ones going to try to keep you calm, try to get as much information, try to get you over. Because we used to have fire dispatcher that takes the medical calls. They no longer takes that. 911 is trained to do that. So give my 911 people some slack when they ask you all these questions. I know for a sec, for a fact, because I'd have been there mm. a time or two when they were like, do you want to leave your name and number? Well, does, does this person have this on? That's what they have to do. That's their job to ask you all those questions. Even though you don't feel like it, you be like, these mother effers, ask me all these goddamn questions. Look, just send me the goddamn police. Sorry to interrupt, <laughs> but you know what's crazy? That's super important what you're saying because on the investigation angle, I could go back and say, well, dispatch said that the person said this person was wearing a black sweater that day. See what I'm saying? Right. So it, it it adds it's a it's a little piece to solving a crime. Sorry to interrupt. I'm just saying it's fine. So let me explain to you. Mm -hmm. So when <clears throat> again we work from a CAD system, computer aid dispatcher. So when the call come in, we look at it. You have a create time when you initially call. You have an entry call time where it was created, it was entered into the system, and then it was sent up. Then when it was dispatched. When you call on scene and when you done with the call, all those different time frames on there, okay. And again, some calls are deemed nine one one, some are deemed non emergency, which will go over to three one one. Then they come over to us, dispatcher. We are the voice on the other end of the radio that deals with the police. Okay. Now, if nine one one or three one one should miss some information, then I'm calling you back. Because my officer is either there and can't locate you. I need some more inf information where I need to advise my officers because I got more officers coming out to that location. Some are going to do your uh, area canvas. Some is going to come straight to you. Okay. And with that being said, I need to get as much information I can besides the person's either white male, black male, Hispanic male, whatever type of male. I need to know this. Okay, um, I need to know what they have on, which direction they went in, if they was on or not, what type of hairstyle, because they may have on a gray jacket with a white T-shirt hanging out neat, but they may take that gray jacket off. Mm -hmm. They may have a distinctive pair of shoes, whereas some people wear a neutral color, white, blue, or black tennis shoe, but this person may have on some yellow Nikes. 
They may have on a pair of blue and white, red Air Force Ones or some New Balance. Whatever type of shoes. They might got some Jordans on or some foams on. I need to know this. And if it's not in the text of the call and I call you to get this information, this is important details that 911 was not able to get. But they try to get the pertinent information so that they can get police started to your direction. So don't ever knock on 911 and you feel as though they asking too many questions because they're trying to get as much detail as they possibly can mm. so they can expedite the call over to us so that we can get police out to you. So don't hate on 911 or 311 because they only doing their job like they're supposed to do, mm. okay? And I'm thankful for them, and you should be thankful for them as well. So if they should miss, miss a detail, then that's my job to call you back. That's my job. If you say you at 4805 Bel Air Road, but the call is saying that you really at 5700 and the unit goes to 48, I need to call and find out exactly where you at because my unit needs to find you. If you saying you being assaulted, your, your baby mama or your child father won't give you your child and it's your time to have this child, I need to know exactly where you at. So that my unit can come there to assist you with doing whatever you're supposed to do. Get your child. Get your belongings. If you're assaulted, I need to know exactly where you're at so that we can get to you. Better yet, the medics need to know where you're at if you've been assaulted or shot and everything so that we can get them to the right location. That's the pertinent so, information that, that, that you guys need. So that's know. my job to do a callback as well as relate the information to my officers and everything. Someone's going to do your area canvas. Someone's going to come straight to you. Mm -hmm. Okay. And of course there's always some that are real difficult. Don't like what the officer said. They request a supervisor. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> yes. <laughs> we have those because you don't like that. The officer told you, well, ma'am, they live here too. You know, if you let a person stay at your house and they start getting mail there, and they've been there for a certain amount of time. They consider residents of that location, whether you like it or not. That's your fault. Don't be letting John John come over to your house and stay or whatever, or Susie May. That's your fault. You should have never agreed to let them stay tonight. <laughs> what you need to do is follow the proper procedures. If the officer tell you that you need to go down to 500 Calvary Street or 401 East Fayette and file for a legal eviction mm -hmm. to get that person removed, that's what you need to do. It don't matter if you don't like what they said or not. That's what you need to do. So that's what we're supposed to do and everything. Get the pertinent information and stuff. Whether you like it or not, an officer is supposed to run you to make sure that you don't have no warrants on you, okay, when they come to the scene. They supposed to do it, whether you like it or not. Sometimes I'm like, for real, though. I mean, they call us for assistance. <laughs> right. They call for assistance and you running them. But that is their job. And you have to respect the fact that they're doing their job just like they respect whatever job or you doing, you do. They respect that or whatever because that's what they're supposed to do. Okay, and it's not my fault that man man got some child support issues from back in 1997, okay, because he ain't want to take that paternity test. That ain't my fault. Right. That's your man's fault. In you fact, you didn't even him. know him in 1997. Okay, he need to get his life together. Right. I, I didn't know him in 97. Right. Right. You well, ain't know him in 97. That's his fault. You man man him. need to get, him, get his out together. Shoot. Hmm. Make me do some that's extra what, work. That's what H will always say. 
I always tell, listen, you chose them, I didn't, baby. Right, you did, not me. It ain't my fault that they got on the light rail and ain't pay that fare. And the MTA said you got a one for this and that and everything because they ain't pay that fare and stuff. You knew that. Better yet, when you out there and you doing some dirt, and you know you got some warrants, don't be trying to do no extra dirt. You're supposed to lay low. Pay this. Lay low so you ain't out there causing more problems for yourself. Because y'all be the stupidest daggone criminals I ever know. First of all, if you're going to do a crime, don't go back to the scene the next day or later on that evening. You're supposed to lay low. I mean, I'm just saying my opinion. Just just my opinion. (laughs) But you're supposed to lay low, not go back to the scene of the crime. Y'all some stupid criminals in Baltimore. I just want to put that out there. Y'all are really some stupid criminals because y'all go back to the scene of the crime and want to hang around the same damn people. We're not going to also educate them on, you know, we want them to make those mistakes. Hey, Buffy, they be wearing the same shit they committed the crime. Right. You had on the blood. Blood on their shirt. You with them white Air Force One <laughs> with the purple shirt that stands out. Oh and remember, goodness. you had that blue NY baseball cap on. Why no. the hell you won't go back with the same damn thing on? That's just dumb. Tri- no, triple, so C, you know the, uh, triple C, you know what they just did for my uh, investigations now? I just killed it. <laughs> I'm mean, I mean like you. for real though. Hey, hey, but it's gonna be Give the ones out there that still don't get it. <laughs> right? Yeah, you, you know don't go you back right. to the same scene of the crime, doing the same damn thing with the same damn clothes you had on. So what was going on? Go change your clothes. <laughs> if I don't tell you nothing else. Go change your clothes, okay? Lay low Buffy, for a day Buffy told me, Buffy told me not to go back in 24, so I came back in 48. Hours. I came what? back the next day. With the same clothes. With the same damn clothes. With the same clothes. With the underwear. With the smurf on that you had on two days ago. Because, you know, we got the ones that be actually paying attention to the details. They were like, oh, yeah, he had on some white tennis with some blue jeans and great underwear sticking out with the white T-shirt with the black jacket on. And he had curly hair with a black baseball cap on. And did your ass show up with the same damn thing on two days later? He was a dumb motherfucker. Was mad <laughs> I'm just saying. You go back to the scene of the crime with the same thing you had on. Really, yeah. you asking? You asking for them to lock your ass up? That's Keep a detective's dream, right there. When you catch that footage. Hey, so I'm one first thing. Don't do the crime if you can't do the time. That's right. That's one. But if you're going to do the crime, don't go back wearing the same damn thing and hanging out in the same damn place where you did the damn thing because your dumb ass still going to get seen. Okay, somebody will call up. Yeah, the same person that robbed that damn store, they right there in the area. Oh, and them block watchers be paying attention. Trust me when they say, I mean, I'm thankful for Miss Jenkins. Mm-hmm. I am really thankful for Miss Jenkins and Karen because Karen do be paying attention to some things and they do help solve some crimes. But sometimes you like Karen if you don't sit your motherfucking ass down, <laughs> sit your ass down, Miss <laughs> Jenkins. Go get a cup of coffee. Read the Bible, Miss Jenkins. Get out the window. Oh my goodness! Sometimes you be wanting to tell Miss Jenkins that, but you be thankful because Miss Jenkins will tell you who broke in, who broke in your house, and she gonna be like. But you know you ain't here for me, girl. You ain't here for me who did that. You know, it was little Carly Sue down the street, son. You know, that bad motherfucker always been a bad seed from back in the day. And I told her ass this. But then you know what? You gotta like, appreciate them. Sometimes you got to appreciate Miss Jenkins and Karen. Yeah. And then sometimes you want to say, if you don't sit your motherfucking ass, dang, yeah. sit down. 
I mean, I mean, I'm just saying, you know, that's just my opinion. Though. <laughs> that's just my opinion. It's all good. <laughs> just saying. That's and true. Just saying. Listen, that 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 that, <laughs> that mic is burned up right now. You already know. Buffy busted hey, down. You know, I, I'm simple. You know, I ain't got a. I ain't playing with a full deck. Y'all know that I ain't playing with a full deck. I appreciate you. That's why we love you. <laughs> Absolutely. Why? She takes care of but, us. Let me tell you this much. I'm appreciative to the job that y'all do mm. because a lot of people are not built for this job. Not, a lot of people are not built for the job that you do. They're not built for the job that I do. Absolutely. And they're definitely, because I got to send some love to 911 and 31. They're not built for that job. Mm. 911 and 311 take a lot of booze that y'all don't know about. They really do. And I'm thankful for the job that they do. Absolutely. And I'm thankful for my coworkers and the stuff that they do. And I'm definitely thankful for what y'all do. Because y'all do go out there and a lot of y'all do care about um, what they do. I can give y'all a story of a unit went out his way. In mm. fact, two units. One went out their way and they are Northeast units. Okay. They put an individual in a hotel. She was going through a domestic situation mm. and he came out his pocket and he put her and her child at a hotel for, I want to say two days. Mm. A lot of people don't know that. He's an awesome officer going through some hard times right now when i say a hard time i mean troubled times and reference to um an incident that just happened with his family mm. and i hope and i pray for him on the loss of his relative but he went out his way to put an individual in a hotel for a couple of days who was in a domestic situation there was an officer he's now a detective him and another unit, I can't recall the other person, but they helped an individual out. She was going through some issues and everything, and they provided this young lady with some food. I have a lot of wonderful officers out there that I'm very, very grateful for. And no, they don't have to do what they do, but they go up above and beyond with helping because they really do care. They really do. And they didn't take this job for a paycheck. Mm. They really do care about Baltimore mm -hmm. and their citizens. And they get out there and they play basketball and football and tag. And they really do get out there and buy ice cream for these kids out here. And they do listen to the situations that you have. And they try to point you in the right direction. And I'm thankful for y'all. And with that, I say thank you because this is not an easy job whatsoever. Mm. Thank you for all that you do because you don't have to do what you do, but you have a compassionate heart. And y'all think about if y'all was ever in that situation and if it was your family members, what would you do? And you do it. And I'm very thankful for y'all and all that you do. And I don't care what anybody say. Y'all the shits. Now you, really are. you make it easier for us. And we appreciate you and we That's love amazing. you. Big yes. time. I mean, honestly, you have the good with the bad. Every job has this bad apples. Mm -hmm. But most officers that I have come in contact with are the shit. And they really do care. And they took this job to make a difference. 
I gotta shout out one person individual. No, shout out everybody you want. I gotta to shout out to Ashley, mm-hmm. my goddaughter, was the first person to sign up. Her name is Elon Brown, and she's in the Eastern District, mm-hmm. and she's new. She really is new. Nice, and I love her to death. And she's trying. She's out there, new officer. Okay, and then there's my coworker who made the transition from dispatch. To officer, her name is Eric Lang, and she's also in the Eastern District. Congratulations! And I'm so thankful, and I'm proud of That's both dope. of them. That's awesome. Of what they're doing, I personally personally know them, and I know they're wonderful individuals, and they have a caring heart, just like y'all. But they're yep. wonderful individuals, Absolutely. and it's even harder for a female. Yeah, it really is harder for job. a female to do this job versus a male doing this job. So I'm proud of them for sticking it out and making it through the academy and graduating. And now they out there. Certified. Certified. That's awesome. Certified. Congrats to them. Absolutely. Yes. Shout out to them. But then I guess I got to shout out my Northeast because all shit for all the shits. They are the shits. Northeast district. Biggest district in the city. Holla. That's right. The biggest district. Get on my goddamn nerves, but I love y'all. And I love (laughs) everything that y'all do because y'all the shits. And you know, I got y'all back 100%. Always. No matter what. Well, ladies and gentlemen, it's episode 48. It's my lady Buffy. <laughs> Listen, we, we we got time on, baby. That's right. We got this. She 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 groomed me and Dre as pups. And I wouldn't have it any other way than having a dispatcher of her caliber to come on here and say what she say. And we appreciate what she do. She's the <coughs> she she's vital, the most essential part to what we do every day. And every officer out there, she gets us home safe to our families. And she makes sure she gets home safe to her families. I'm going to say this much. Go ahead. Sorry for interrupting. Nah, you're if you're in my district, you're in the Northeast, if I'm working, I don't give a damn where you from. I got you. Period, point blank. I got you. That's love. I don't care if you're from Southwest, Southeast, Northwest, Western. I got you. You could be from Baltimore County, SWAT. Mm. I got you. Don't ever worry about going home safe because I'm going to make sure you go home safe. All day. That's love. Yes. Well, fellas, ladies. Y'all heard it. Go support your dispatches. All day, every day. They go through it just how we going through it. They out there doing the same thing. Just behind the keyboard and, and the computer. But they visualize everything that's going on. So, And don't forget my medium high coffee. And medium what? high coffee from Dunkin' Donuts. Hazelnut. Hazelnut cream. I you Hazelnut like and cream. <laughs> or medium high coffee with cream and four splints. Don't you, don't you dare forget that <laughs> shit. You understand me? Forget that shit. I, th- I thought you drank hottie toddies. Why you gotta be putting my business out there? <laughs> Shit. Damn. Oh man. Triple Y'all know C. I ain't right. Nope. <laughs> I can appreciate this music. Amazing. Yes. This is not going away, B. Ladies and gentlemen, stay safe. Always. Love each other. Always. Stay positive. Always. And always know that Queen Buffy got your back. Always. 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 Peace and love. Peace and love. See you next week.
views and opinions expressed on the Silverback podcast are those of the hosts, producers, and or the persons appearing on the program, and do not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of the federal, state, or local government. This includes, but not exclusive to, the Department of Defense and or the Baltimore City Police Department.